Hey there, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get the gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions, such as how do I get my show on Spotify and all the other places people love to listen? How can I make money with this podcast? And where do I want to host this show? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors so you can get paid to podcast. As an Anchor user myself, I love how easy it is to upload my podcast and the fact I can get to Spotify and other platforms. Plus, I love the fact I can now start making money with my talent and my podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Guess who's back? Back again. Schlemmer's back. On radio. Tell a friend. Or just tell your friends to listen to this episode. Welcome to the Gem on the Queen's Crown, an adventure taking you through the terrain of Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, Stitcher, as well as Pocket Casts, Acast, Anchor.fm, Radio Line, Radio Public, Player.fm, Spreaker, Podbean. Pod Chaser, Overcast.fm, Beyond Pod, Podbay.fm, Listen Notes, the LeeWMallon.com, and the host, GemCitySports.com. Music is provided by FreestockMusic.com. Now, please join your host for another exciting episode of the Gem of the Queen's Crown, Lee W. Mallon. Two, one. It's episode number 32, and we have great news for you, as someone you might know from the podcast is back on local radio. That's right, it's Mark Schlemmer, and he's back on the podcast to talk about it. Mark, great to see you again. Great and news. Great news, exactly. <laughs> that depends on who you're asking, I'm sure. It's great news. Number 32, did I hear that right? Number 32, yeah. Wow. You are rolling them in. I, before I forget, and I meant to mention this the, the last time because you had told me this, and I'm still kind of shaking my head in amazement. You're coming up on your 1500th broadcast. 1000. That's still I'm, pretty strong. 1000 broadcast. I'm 30 shy away. And with this upcoming Kentucky State Hockey Tournament that I've got this weekend, I'll be 20 away. I'll probably reach the other end of 2018, unless I pick someone up for the summer. But, yeah, 1,000 broadcasts. You just put up, what, 25 last weekend? 25. In a three-day or a three-day period of time, mm-hmm. and you still have a voice. Yeah, I, I question about that, too. I don't think people 
fully understand or realize the work you're putting into this, covering sports nobody else in town will cover. Yeah, I mean. And all in like a weekend, not one game. Mm -mm. That's 25 different games through a period of three days, and the most I've had in one day was 11 games. From 11? 7 a.m. till about 11.30 at night. That's I was, ridiculous. I was tired, but there's a lot of good youth hockey, a lot of great fans that were appreciative, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. But at the end, I was sounding more like Paul Kills, you know, without the... You're oh. killing me. <laughs> I'm killing you. Um, does it ever get, and I'm sure it has to, does it ever get frustrating to you and ever, I guess, does the, ever, the question ever sink in, like, where's this ever going to pay off, or... I know you want to do, I guess, professional hockey, kickball, whatever, but does it ever get to the point where you look back and go, wow, what oh, am all, I doing? Oh, all the time. I mean, I just want a foot in the door at this point, and hopefully that happens one day. I mean, I'll I'll call any sport, Mark. I, I haven't met a sport I haven't liked. The only one I think I haven't called really is golf, but then again... You really but call you golf. see, you you know history, and you see things like Red Barber gets traded from the minor leagues, gets a shot in Brooklyn, and all of a sudden a career. Yeah. So I mean, I guess you like a lot of us, you hold hope to maybe that one day, something like that happens. I mean, yes, people people look at it, and I'm sure go, yeah, that's fun. I wish I could do that, but they never understand the background of it that it's not all the glamour that you think it is there's no, a lot of work there's a lot of long nights with no pay that kind of stuff there's a lot of elbow grease that goes into it a lot of preparation exactly and i mean this weekend not only was i the broadcaster i helped sell the merchandise too during uh, between the games did you sweep the floors and sell popcorn too no luckily holy I did not. cow but um I also presented the medals and the banners for the championship games, and that was a lot of fun, especially the last game because there was a Dayton team I mean, that won. I versatility is one thing. Hey. That, that kind of goes overboard. Hey, Mark, I can do I can do anything and until I'm hired. I can know. tell, though, that a lot of people, especially in the hockey high school communities, really do appreciate what you're doing. And one day, sooner or later, the paper – or some radio station is going to go, you know what, this isn't a bad idea. There's a lot of fans out there that listen to this stuff. Yeah, it's... You know, I, so I hope you don't ever give up on it. I, I mean, I waited six years to get back on. Hey, I mean, I'm thrilled for you, Mark. It's it's great you know, to have you back on radio. It's fun to listen to you and Justin Kinner on 1410. I'm hoping one day it works out for me. I had a lot of fun broadcasting all those games meeting a lot of fans getting a lot of uh, appreciative people i think i had viewers from france i had viewers from all over the united states canada that's what you need to take to the radio people and go hey look there's people all over the place looking at this yeah um it's like anything else it has to be you got to get lucky yeah. um it's funny now i look at it with me for six years nothing you know, you're the black sheep, you're Colin Kaepernick, whatever you want to call it, and all of a sudden, things change at wing, new new GM, new ops manager, and Justin takes over the PD job, and all of a sudden, I'm back on again. 
you know, where the other radio stations in town wouldn't even have anything to do with it. Yeah. And yet they were all on the Facebook page, still are. They're all listening to the show again. Um, it's just funny how, how it works out. Um, it seems like I've been back on air forever, and it's been about two weeks. Um, it, it's I don't even, from when I did the show the first time on O&E to this, I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain the success of it. Why? I don't know. Um, but all the people in town and now around the country that have been so supportive, they're the ones that wouldn't let me quit writing or give up on this. Um, the show last night was just not you laughing. <laughs> you heard it. It was nuts. Yeah, it was. Um, it was fantastic. It's just from day one, it's just been like we never left the air. And that part to me is really fun because that's what, you know, that's what people enjoy to be entertained. They don't want just statistics read or, you know, vanilla nothing, you know, so try to entertain them all. And why it's been successful, I don't know. It's just like talking to you now. You just sit and talk and I think people just enjoy that kind of kind of a show and that kind of a style, I guess. They just want to be heard. They want to have a place to talk. They want to be able to vent. Um and that's kind of what we let them do. So I know all the sports family knows, but in case there's someone out there that doesn't, Mark Schlemmer is back on local radio. Mark is on WING 1410 AM. That That's is ESPN 1410. ESPN 1410. Yeah, I'm sorry. Got to throw that ESPN in there. ESPN. It is uh, yep. S- the ESPN affiliate. No, it's the local ESPN affiliate in town. It is owned by Alpha Media. And Mark is co-hosted by former WWSU sports director and co-worker with me at Wright State University, Justin Kinner. And the show is called Kinner and Schlemmer, and it's from 4 to 6 currently, Monday through Friday. And it's been a lot of fun to listen to. You, If you're not in the Dayton area, you can go on the wingam.com, listen online, or download the Wing AM app and listen from your phone, your tablets, your mobile devices, what have you, and it's a lot of fun to hear Mark back on the air. It was funny, the first show we did, the call screener kept looking at, over at me like, they're calling from California. Here's one from Texas. Here's one from Dakotas, Colorado. And I just kind of shook my head like, yeah, because we have an awful lot of people that listen on the stream and on the Facebook page, the same thing. And it's not, even if you're not a sports fan, and this was always fun to me when I was on before. The people that would call and say, we don't know what the heck you're talking about, <laughs> but it sure is funny. That, to me, is is better than any compliment because you're, you're entertaining a wide variety of people, not just the sports fans. Um, even when you're talking sports, as long as you can make it entertaining, people seem to enjoy it. And that, that to me, is just – that's the fun part. Yeah. There's a lot more that goes into it, putting the topics together every day, getting the guests. And Justin does a great job of getting a lot of the guests and keeping the calls going and keeping the show on the track, so to speak. <laughs> and that's not always easy because, you know, you've got, you've got people that want to go different directions. Um, and it can, really, it can really splinter in a hurry. But for the most part, they do stay on topic. And as you said, you've heard it many times. It's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. People can get testy on the air. But they're very passionate about their team and their sports. 
And that's what makes it fun. As I said, they want somewhere to be heard. They want somewhere to vent. And since I've left the air years ago, there has not been that outlet. Um, now there is. We're back. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, earlier that you said that it's been six years since your last show on WONE and your first show on Wing. And it feels like you just pick off right where you It went. was weird. I didn't. I really didn't know how it would go, if I could still do it. Physically, I didn't know. And, and again, it's only been a week. But the mental part of it, too, and in working with someone else, because I did it on my own, you don't know going in that first show, how's it going to sound? Is it going to be okay? And it was just like I never had left the air. And, and Justin made it a lot easier um, it's just like we've worked together forever and we've never had a show ever together. But yeah, that first day I remember the show ended and I just sat there going, man, it's like I never got away from this. So in that regard, I guess it was pretty fortunate. It was just like picking up where it left off. That's uh, And that's amazing thing. It that's really was. Years. That's, that's a lot of sports that happen, but you can pick up right where you go with, with someone you've never really worked before and, Bam. And it was just seamless, you know. I mean, it, there's there's going to be different rough spots. I mean, that's what's your show, whether you're by yourself or not. But the good thing about sports is there's always something, no matter what. Every day of the year, there's something going on. Now sports are 24 or 24 hours a day, 12 months a year. There's no off season, and even if it's an off season, the drafts, the spring training, and such. I mean, you look at today alone, you've got spring training in baseball, mm-hmm. college basketball scandal, and the tournament's coming up. The NFL draft's right around the corner. You're still talking or college football recruiting. NBA's still going on. Kickball's going on. Hockey's Yesterday's hockey, man, oh, man, if you don't have a program, you don't know who's on your team today with all the trades yesterday. Yeah. The Olympics just ended. Wrestling was last night. I mean, there's always something to hit on. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to squeeze everybody's favorite in in a two hour, and, and we'll soon be going to three. Not that I'd let that out of the bag. Spoilers. But, yeah, really. But there's always something good going on, and you just hope that you hit on something people entertain. Now, yesterday, an easy topic in this area is Dayton and Wright State basketball. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is say the two words, sit back, and let it rip. Exactly. The college basketball scandal right now, everybody has an opinion soon-to-be college football scandal. The Red Spring training, it's still early. Um, you don't really learn much in four days. You don't You don't really find out who's... You, know, you have an idea. You get, but I mean, not you, until the cuts. Yeah, I mean, until you get closer to opening day, there's still moves to be made. Um, but it's a topic, though. Exactly. And like you said, sports never die. And today, always college baseball, about. your Sinclair Tartan Pride plays today. Maybe. Luckily, the weather's going to cooperate, but there is always. you got girls basketball in town. Mm-hmm. Um, Wright State basketball, hopefully they can sneak out the tournament title. I feel like they have a nice path to it. I mean, Detroit Mercy and Green Bay, that should be Green Bay because Detroit Mercy this year has. I don't know that they, they got the gas. No. I mean, I think I they've mean, had a fabulous year. Absolutely. And it's a shame that they probably will not get rewarded. NIT-wise or NCAA. No. And that kind of – it's almost it's almost like you're losing – you're going to get a bad taste at the end of the year going, God, we had a great year, and yet here we sit again. 
Yeah, that's hard I mean, to take. And they had everything in their grasp. It was in their control. That IUPUI game, I was uh, that was. Uh, well, that was the most recent. I mean, if you go backwards, you can look at Cleveland State. You can look at one of the Milwaukee games. But to have this kind of a year, it's it's going to be a shame if they don't win the Horizon. And I said it a couple weeks ago. I don't think they or Northern Kentucky are even in the finals of it. I see on Twitter that uh, there's a lot of Norse fans that really hate Wright State, but that's not where I was going. I think that's a great thing. Yeah, it's a great rival. You need a rival because they don't. Wright State doesn't really have one. They do now. Dayton doesn't have a true rival. Northern Kentucky is Wright State's true rival. Now, how soon will one or the other of those two teams head for greener pastures? I'm not sure. I mean, if you think about everything about Wright State and Northern Kentucky, you look at the overall athletics package. I mean, baseball at NKU. All right, softball was close to last place last year for the Norse. But if you get into, we'll just say the Missouri Valley Conference, wink, wink, Mm. they may be going after basketball for Northern, say baseball for Wright State, and then hope they drag the other sports along and they get better. Um, That's that's a a lot of conferences not named the Big East or ACC. Well, ACC baseball is okay, but a lot of those conferences – take baseball very seriously right state's got a very good ball club mm-hmm. so it's not just basketball and right state's on the come so to speak with basketball so maybe missouri valley another conference comes in and goes hey look let's take right state they've got more to offer than just one yeah. sport i mean you look at both soccer teams i'm sorry kickball teams well you look at the girls basketball they won 21 games so it's they're, not like you're picking up a donkey they're the third seed in the bracket i mean Overall, Wright State has some really good programs, and I the downside of that, and I, I know why they would do it, and there's advantages. To me, is it better to stay where you're at, keep building, and start winning this conference first, or if you get the opportunity to go somewhere else, do you jump at it? That's a tough thing to. That's mm. a, UD did it when I was at coaching at Dayton. They jumped to the Great Midwest in basketball, well, and everything, and it was disastrous. I mean, it really was a disaster and set the program back for many, many years. So it's not easy to go, yeah, let's go. Let's jump. It would help Wright State with a TV package. Obviously, it would help them because right now their exposure is not much. Yeah, It's Chris Collins, Jim Brown. That's about it. Um, I'd love to see them win this tournament just to get some recognition. That's a tough climb going what would they have? Three games they'd have to win: quarterfinals, semi, they, and the finals. They got a buy, so they're waiting on the winner, Green Bay and Detroit Mercy, and then if they win, Wright State has if they to win, win the that. first game. I know they get a buy the next day, which would help. Yeah, I think so. I think Chris told me if they win the first game, they would be off the next day. I think the next game that Wright State would have is the winner of UIC and Milwaukee, which hey, I, I you hope gotta play them. Yeah, I mean. We haven't fared well against Milwaukee, so... Well, look at Ohio State's going to face Penn State. And Penn State mm-hmm. kicked them twice this year. So, Rick Flair Especially. says, you want to be the man? you got to beat, the, beat man. the man. That's always you know, a great you gotta, That's what yesterday I put something up about how important are seedings. Now, in a tournament like Horizon, it might have a little more power to it, I guess. But in the big show, okay, if you're first or second seed, yeah, you're going to get to 16 or 15. After that, it closes quick, and even after your first game, now you're still going to 
face somebody that's a decent team. Exactly. Obviously, you want to avoid eight nine, yeah. you know. But even then, you got to beat them anyway. So exactly. you got beat them early. You got to beat the man if you want to be the man. Exactly. And it's it's an exciting time in sports, and it's great to have you back on radio. Well, and if I can entertain people and give them some local local flavor, maybe help cover the local scores. You know, you do the games, which is a lot harder than just reporting scores. But really, without your outlet, TV doesn't do much good with high school sports. No, it's pretty much, there's only so football. many people. Yeah, football, but, but. There's a lot of other sports. There's, so There's basketball out there. There's soccer that's really good. I mean, there was an episode I mentioned this well back, I think. Was it Summer Country Day or Beaver Creek that won the state title and they were undefeated? It was just like got me. Uh, it's been a long time ago. But that's I'm, that's where that's an audience that radio misses. There's so many great athletes out there. There's great sports teams. I know it's even nearly impossible. Even to cover if not them. the great athletes, look at the amount of people playing. Yeah, those translate it's, into listeners. They translate into a lot of listeners, family, friends, whatnot. I mean, with the hockey, like I mentioned, we had someone from France. Um, I was supposed to mention them when the person that they were rooting for scored. He didn't score, but I mentioned Don't it at worry the end. about it. Yeah, well, I mentioned it at the end, just like, have you they know. ever thought about the Dayton Public TV channel covering that? Maybe they do already. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I it would know, seem like honest. that would be a good avenue for them. There's... I mean, on episode 27, while I was interviewing Ron Russo, he said that there should be – the G-Walk should have their very own streaming channel, like on YouTube or something, where – Yeah, you know, well, you have, G-Walk is kind of busted apart now, but that's, yeah. a, that's a very good idea. I mean, the equipment is pretty inexpensive. I know it might depend on schools, how they have internet. I know my alma mater, Valley View, they had an Ethernet cord hanging from the curtain, so that was cool. But some schools differ than others with Internet. Some places have it. Some places don't still. Yeah, but that would be, I would think, inexpensive, wouldn't it? I mean, it wouldn't be that much to do it. I mean, you need a capture card and going through our setup. It's it's not much. I mean, And you got all those schools. So I know DPS is like Wright State. They're probably financially strapped. But still. Yeah, I mean. You could still make that back, advertising money, whatever. There's a lot of kids, parents that love hearing their games. Exactly. There's that's an untapped resource for somebody. There's got to be, you know, who would you who would you have to go to? Dayton Public Schools, I guess, or I guess, I guess the individual so. schools, Kettering, whatever. I know one of my friends, Alex Micas, he does stuff for DPS when they cover football, but I don't know what else they cover outside that. I hope they cover basketball. I, mean, I don't just, know who would do it. It doesn't ring a bell. I know some of the radio stations do a game of the week, but. That's a lot of other games out there. I know Justin did a game of the week for the G-Walk uh, during football season, and there's a lot of local radio stations that do, but once once you hit basketball season, then it kind of drops off. But you still got, like you said, volleyball, baseball, and all the other ones. And that's exactly. an avenue that's out there that somebody should really investigate. That's not bad. Volleyball is a little tough on radio. I've I did it in college, and it was uh, – <laughs> That and swimming, I'm still working on. Swimming, 
She jumps in a pool. She goes wet. That's and it. she finished. Oh, wait, they're heading back. Yeah, that's about it. That's a great Family Guy uh, segment there. You know, in volleyball, that'd be almost like hockey, I guess, because the ball's moving all the time. And Exactly. You can't call. She said she touch. digs, spikes. She digs. Here's an attack. throw the, the names corner. in. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, they're, like you mentioned, there's an un. There's an untapped resource, and if someone really wants to get in this field, you just need your own equipment, which... You know, I would think going to the, the school boards and pitching the ID to them, they can make money off of it, too, just by advertising. Yeah. So I, that's kind of a kind of an idea. And again, the whole G-Walk idea was before, you know, the split became yeah, official. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that one. Uh, I don't think they know what's going to happen with that one. There was a there was an episode I was talking about that and it I thought about it like Trotwood Madison is a really good school right it's Northwest Montgomery County football and basketball tremendous soccer and baseball not so much I think what was their soccer record like five and one hundred thirty one last few seasons that's impressive but football's like what one hundred seventy one and Recruiting does for you. Yeah, it's like, just baseball. I don't know how good they are. I have no idea. I don't know either. I, but it's going to be interesting to see because this could happen after next school year. It could happen in after two school seasons. So I don't know. I'm not sure what what they're doing. Sound like the northern schools wanted to break away, and every school wanted to get away from Trotwood. But the thing is, two of those schools just joined the G Walk. If I don't know why you would join. It's like, hey, let's split. I mean, the Northern schools I get. Unless because they had it in their mind already, early, and it was all part of a plan. I don't know. I, I just I can't assumed say. it was a wanted to get away from Trotwood. But if Possibly. I'm if I'm Troy Pickwell, why do I want to come all the way to Centerville? Why do I want to come down and play with was Carroll in Miamisburg? Or, that never made a lot of sense to me. Or Lebanon. That's your father's point. Yeah, that's Man, kind of. From Sydney to Lebanon. Can you imagine that bus trip? On a school bus on top of that. Ugh. No. No uh, thanks. That's that's a long hike. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I know you and Justin talk about that. I know there was one I episode. I know he and Keith Byers did one Sunday morning. They got into it pretty good. We talked about it very little. Um Pretty much because we've been caught up in everything else. Exactly. You know, it's amazing how fast two hours go when you get – the caller's involved, and it's a hot topic. Like yesterday, you look up and go, whoa. He actually, as you all know, jammed three MyPillow commercials in a half-hour time. Why do I want and Justin's pillows? That's I why I text you. I that pillow again. You know? <laughs> it's like you look up, and the time just gets away from you. And we just we touched on it, but he and Keith did on a sunny morning. Um, right now, between Wright State, UD, and the scandal – that's pretty much dominated things. I know we have Dave Biddle from Bucknuts on today for a little bit. I know Jay Billis is coming on, I think, tomorrow, the ESPN basketball commentator. Mark Adams, uh, the local ESPN guy, was coming on. He might even come on this afternoon. I'm not sure. Um, Clark Kellogg's due on. We had Herm Edwards on last Friday, which was really a lot of fun. So it's right now just trying to jam all of it in two hours is – kind of a challenge it's just 10 hours and five days during well, the week just, that's yeah i mean that third hour is going to help tremendously because now you can spread out the calls you can spread out the interviews a little better and get more interviews on so 
it's it's so much fun that it's just kind of amazing that nobody tapped into it in the six years I was gone, and not because I was off. Anybody can do it. Well, yeah. I can't really say that, but Most anybody can put, put a show drive. on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you try, you can do it. Yeah. So why stations just refuse to? Well, sports isn't important, really. Sports makes the world go round, just mm-hmm. like the weather does. I know there's non-sports fans out there, but there's let a lot me of tell non-weather you. fans too. But they jam that down your throat. Or non-traffic fans, but there's a triple team for You're that. Doctor Quack or whatever on one local radio station, you know. So it's been a proven winner over the years, and I just was amazed that none of the three local radio stations even tried. Now Wing tried, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> So let me ask you, you've been on the show for about two weeks now. How does this show differ from the one you had on on WONE other than the fact that you now have a co-host in Justin Kinner? That probably is the biggest change for me. Um, when I started at ONE, there was two guys already doing the show, and within a few weeks they – pretty much told me that you're doing it on your own. The biggest difference now is the time I was away, but having somebody else run the board, somebody else doing all the the grunt work, really. Um, the topics are pretty much, the you know, the daily things. The callers are a different group. Now, there's still some holdovers, but a different group of them. So that's always a, a kind of a challenge. You don't know until you get to know them. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, the the shorter show I was doing four hours a day. This is two right now. So that's different um, because again, you're trying to jam so much in and not leave anything out. Um, it's hard to cover everything in two it, hours because especially you got... when you've got such interaction. Yeah, and that's one thing. You know, I, we talked. I talked to Justin about yesterday. We had a lot of topics that we had written down. I said, look, if one thing takes off, which this one's going to, you got to let it run. Yeah. Um, Because no matter if you have a two-hour or four-hour show, if you get off work at five and we're on at three, you miss two hours of the show and might have wanted to talk about what we talked about. So if that topic carries a whole show, then you let it run. You save those other ones for another day. Now, you can try to mix them in, but you don't want to jam so many topics in. There's no flow to it yeah you know you'll get calls but you want to try to keep it on on point to a to a point keep it inside the lines um really the only difference for me is having a co-host and the shorter time frame and i guess i'm trying to think how to say this the right way when i was at ONE, it was pretty much i was flying by myself what i mean by that is there wasn't any real boss behind me going meeting with me every week every other day going okay what are we doing try this try that here there is um that's a little different because i guess you get to where you had success before and you think that's the way it's going to be that's what worked i'm staying with that i don't want to hear anything else so that's a little different um it's helpful because you do get another outside opinion 
where that I'm having, I don't say I'm having trouble adjusting to it. I think it's more just getting used to it after this long a time. Yeah. But outside of that, sports is still sports. It's just don't make it too difficult. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. You're not a comic. You're not there to be Howard Stern. You're basically there to entertain the people, put the topics out there, keep them informed, but entertain them is the most thing. Let them do the work for you, so to speak. They're, without the callers, you don't have a show. Without okay. the listeners, you don't have callers. So for me, it's always been they call it a call show for a reason. The people want to vent. They want to be heard. They don't want to just scream at their radio and not have anybody hear it. Yeah. And that's where the entertainment comes in. Yeah, you can get guests in and all that. But the fun part of the show is the reaction from the callers. And they are so different, as you well know, with our people, that that's where the entertainment comes from. Some of them get so flustered, so wrapped up in what you're talking about that it becomes funny. Some get very angry. It's almost like they're characters in in the whole in the whole deal. It's almost like watching a cartoon or watching a soap opera or whatnot. They're the characters of the show, and people get to know who they are after so many days on the show. Now, there's villains, there's people people enjoy hearing, and there's some that people want kicked off the radio, get them out of here. But that's all part of the fun. You know, that's where. I think the success comes from people like hearing themselves. They like having their friends go, hey, I heard you on the air. So that's where I've always tried to make it not my show, not Justin's show, not Wing's show. It is the people's show. It's the community. It's the, you know, the listener's show. It's not ours. We're just the ringmasters of the circus. You know, we just referee the fight, basically. And... It's kind of like the old saying, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Our listeners, that's exactly. You don't know. You don't know from one day. You know You know what topics are going to get some people riled up and fired up. And then again, you might go into a show thinking this is going to be the greatest topic ever, and it falls flat. Um, you really don't know day to day because there's so many different people listening. They might want kickball. They might want wrestling. They might want Reds. They might want 24 hours of Bengals. You can only get to so many, and that's where the juggling act comes in. The listeners will let you know where they want to go. But you, right now, especially, it's a fine line of overdoing college basketball, Wright State UD. Because after a couple of days in a row, people are going to go, yeah, well, I've heard this. Yeah. There's only so much yelling I want to hear about this. And that's where you try to mix in. Red Spring training, or how's Cleveland Browns going to screw up this year? Um, but right now, it's harder, especially yesterday, that topic of could UD be a national power? That ran pretty much the whole show. Now, if you come back again with, okay, the one I wrote this morning, what if Squiggy gets let go at Indiana? Now, it won't be today. But if he would get let go tomorrow, next year, would UD entertain bringing him back? You never know. But that might run, and all of a sudden it might go right on its face. The basketball scandal, things could pop again today. Yep. So are they going to go after football today? I mean, there's you don't want to oversaturate, but you don't want to miss an obvious topic. And if somebody calls in and asks about it, well, you gotta you got to go there. You know, like I said, they, they pretty much let you know where they want to talk about. 
So that's the great thing about sports and what what I do and what Justin and I do. You can and you're doing it. You let the callers talk about whatever they want, and that's what keeps the show going. Here at Mark Schlemmer of episode number 32 of the Gem of the Queen's Crown, we're talking Mark's return to radio in Dayton, Ohio, and it's been a blast to listen to. I've caught almost every show thus far, and also thank you for putting me and the Centerville Elks hockey team on air for a minute or so. Yeah, people miss any of the shows. Justin podcast them right away on the I think I know how to get to it with wingam.com. I think it's ESPN 1410. Yeah, wingam.com. I think that's just the easiest way. It's right in the middle of the page. Or social media to ESPN Dayton on Twitter. Or ES, uh, I'm pretty sure it's ESPN Twitter's 14. Twitter's far over my head. You still need to get Twitter, no, my friend. No, you no, no. love Twitter. No, no, no. I've got enough with Facebook and the show. I don't want any Twitter. If so, Mark, it's been just about two weeks. Who's been your favorite caller and your favorite call and your favorite conversation with a caller thus far? In a, just in the last two weeks, that's hard because every caller is enjoyable in their own way. Mm-hmm. There are some that you look forward to, and then some when they see you see their name on the screen, you go, oh, God, not again. <laughs> um, probably the most memorable one so far has to be Comrade Ortiz. Hmm. He let it be known that the dump button didn't work. <laughs> and for those of you not sure what a dump button is, it's that's pretty when much something is said that shouldn't be. It's pretty much your radio sensor button in a sense. You hit it and it's like a ten second delay that just you hear it if you had headphones on in the studio, but the listening audience isn't supposed to. It just basically erased it. Nobody even knows what it was. Hmm. Unfortunately, when he spit out the magic word last Thursday, that's when the station found out we don't have a dump button that worked. And we do now, though. Yep. I was going to ask. But there's a dump button. There's there. never a dull moment when he calls in. But I said every call in their own way is funny yeah. and has a special allure to it. Um, Volcano Mike's <laughs> another one. For whatever reason, he despises former coach of UD, Don Donner. I remember that call. Um, the Wright State UD callers are so passionate. They just get wild. I feel like there's no middle ground. Oh, it's God, all, no. no. It's you all either far, do or far you UD or far right state. If you're in the middle, you're an outcast. Or, yeah, and then you get the very few in the middle that, why can't we just root for both? And like that me. just incenses one side or the other. You can't – it's like rooting for the Bengals and Browns both. You can't do that. But every mm. caller is is special. I mean, it's just it's just fun. You know, it's just – it's it's entertainment, and you just – like you said a minute ago, you don't know what you're going to get from call to call. You know usually right away their first word if they're coming with fire or they're just going to have a conversation. There was a couple yesterday that you knew right out of the gate this was going to be good. It was uh... – a fireball. It was live. <laughs> now, in your eyes and your thoughts, what do you want to see in the future of Kinner and Schlemmer? A lot of money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, what's I mean, the if you're looking thing? for a lot of money, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. Um, I'm finding that out myself. I, I, you know, I just, for me, it's just to continue growing. Um, 
to kind of get, I don't want to say get back to where it was before I left the air, but similar to that where the show had grown so big that it wasn't just the Dayton area. It was all the states that, you know, listen to it on a stream. Um, just to make sure it just keeps going, gets better and better every day, gets more and more people involved as far as not only the callers and the listeners, but to also give a chance to other people to get on the air somehow, whether that's to start them on a weekend morning, weekend night, whether it's to leave them at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, but to let them have the experience of radio. You never know what you're going to find. I never took class in radio, you know, when it just kind of worked out. People go to class and study radio for years and never get an opportunity. So if it opens some doors in that regard, then that would be great too. Maybe it, it helps not just on wing, but on some of the other stations. People want to be disc jockeys or rock stars or whatever you call them these days. That'd be great if it helps get some local people a chance to be on air. Um, that's something I would like to see a lot. Give them those late hours, early morning, Sunday hours to see what they got. You never know. You might find somebody that turns it into Dick Enberg or Bob Costas or Richard Face, for all I know. But nonetheless, give them a chance. But as long as we're entertaining people, that's the whole idea right now. If you could tell your sports family one thing about returning on air, what it meant to you, what is it? Wow. Um, as you know, I don't really go into the personal side very often or at all for me it was has been or pretty much it's been a way to get back to living pretty much Mm -hmm. Um, the last six years haven't been that great say the least but it's probably the best medicine that i take to be able to go back and, you know, to do that, um, it's, I guess, in a short way to put it, it's given me a life, another, you know, another chance. I mean, every athlete wants that second opportunity. And then you throw in all the health issues and whatnot that I've had, it's kind of, that's helped a lot with that. Um, getting up writing the page Every day is one thing, but to go on air and entertain and hear that instant, that voice, those instant results is the best medicine that I could take. Now, my doctors don't seem to see it that way. <laughs> what the hell are you doing on? <laughs> but, yeah, it basically has just given me a life back. It has been very important to come back on air. Yeah. It, it's... Yeah. It it's it's been like a reunion of sorts. I mean, you just he, you hear all the people that tried to call in that first show, that first week and with at the time only having two phone lines just well just the comments and and you know last night even you get off the air and you get all the messages. It's like the show doesn't stop when the microphone goes off and Seth sat here with me last night and just watched message after message after message from people that commented on last night's show and 
even this morning again, four four thirty, it starts up all over again, which is just a little early, by the way. Nah. But just the fact that it, that people look forward to it, and that's the one thing that I was trying to talk to Justin about the other day. That there's always someone out there that looks forward to that four o'clock to six o'clock time slot, whether they're stuck at home in a hospital, whatever. That gives them something to look forward to every day. And if you hit one person's, you touch one person's life and give them two hours of entertainment, then the, whatever we're doing is work, worthwhile. It's two and, hours of a smile. Well, sometimes it's hard to realize that and remember that. Um, but yeah, what you what you do and what you do. By broadcasting games touches a lot of people. You just don't realize it. You know, you you drive home after a game and you're like, wow, here we go again. But if you think back, all the people that listen to it, you give somebody entertainment they wouldn't have had. You gave somebody that access to a game. You're basically an artist trying to paint the picture for them that they couldn't get there. And for us, it's every day. Right now at that 4 o'clock hour, people are waiting for that to come on. I still hear it from when I was on six, seven years ago. Whenever I heard that opening song, I knew, here it comes. And that's what you hope to reach. That's what you hope to get to that point that people look forward to that. You don't want to, I mean, you don't want to get people going through an entire day miserable. No. So if you can do something to put a smile on their face driving home, hell, maybe it stops a divorce for all I know, you know, that way they don't go in and get in an argument or whatever. But it's just, it's, it's so hard to explain sometimes, but you you just hope you touch people in the right way. Um, like I said last night, we sat there and just it kept going and going, and you just sometimes you want to go, my God, get me away from it. But you know, it's it is very humbling that you can reach out, and it's only been two weeks, and it's like this is what you know what people really enjoy. So that part I I do I did miss, and I enjoy this. Now, do you have any words for people that want to be aspiring sports talks hosts, broadcasters, anyone yeah, in the field? Um, and again, I never, I never studied radio or did any of this. The best thing I can, best advice I can give you is one: if you want to do it, don't give up on it. It's not easy. It's not for everyone. Everybody seems to think you walk in, turn the mic on, and t- go get it. No, you have to. You have to work at it like anything. If you walk in, sit down, and you don't study or you don't come prepare with topics, one, the show's going to reflect it. And two, if people ask you questions and you're not prepared to answer them, you can get your pants pulled down on live radio. Yeah, that's and that's not, not good. good. That's it's going to take sound. one time, and you're going to be a laughing stock, and they're not coming back. Don't give up on a dream, whether it's radio, whatever it might be. If you really have a passion for it, it might seem like you're beating your head against a tree. Don't quit. The big thing with sports talk radio or any live talk show, don't make up an answer if you don't know one. Don't try to be the smartest kid in school if you're not. Because once your audience finds out that you just tried to fool them and make up something, you're done. I mean, you have lost all credibility. You have nothing to offer anymore. Now, you can joke occasionally. Like you can say Billy Hamilton's a 500-er. But if you try to put that through seriously, you're done. You can't make up if you if somebody asks you a question about figure skating or NASCAR or whatever, and you try to be smart and you're not, you're done. 
just you know, say, just hey. be. If you don't know, you say you don't know. Being yourself is the key. Don't try to be somebody you're not. My style is mine. I don't have a style. I'm just me. Um, you can try to pick up things from different broadcasters, TV, radio, whatever. But if you're not yourself, then what are you? You're but, a phony. You're just being fake. But why do we need a second version of that person? That person's still doing their thing. You Everybody, know, be, be Everybody's yourself. different. You know, yeah. that's the thing. Just being yourself is very important. It might not work in one location, and then again, it might be tremendous in another. But the big thing is just don't give up trying and just being yourself. That's the best thing I can tell you. And always come prepared. Don't yep. just sit in there and act like, okay, here I am. Because you're no better than anybody else. And it takes one bad show. You can be, you can get very humbled in a hurry when you're on live radio. Exactly. It's not like a podcast where you can make a mistake, edit it out, and do it over again. You're on live radio, baby. You're on air. Here it comes. You screw up. Everybody's going to know it. You say it on the air. You can't take those words back. You can hit the dump button, but it's still, you can't redo the whole show when you're live. Nope. I will say, though, uh, talking about being yourself, my, my girlfriend's not the only one that's told me this, but I have two different personalities, one when I'm broadcasting, the other when I'm not, because when I'm not, I'm pretty quiet, but when I'm broadcasting, when I have the mic in my face, there's a million words coming out of my mouth. It's like a wrestler, for lack of a better way to put it. Those guys can be as calm as can be, but when they put the trunks on and the robe, they're a different person. I mean, you know many people here in town that go under assumed names that are on radio. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, most of the time, so people can't find out who they are and go bother them. I don't have that luxury because I'm from here and people know who I am. But yeah, it's amazing when you, when the light goes on or you put the headsets on, you better be ready. Because if you come in there vanilla and just down, whether you're having a good day or bad day, you better be having a good day because everybody's people. counting on you to be the sunshine. And people know when you're not having oh, a good day. it comes through loud and clear. The tone of your voice, the the spacing of your words, it's it's pretty recognizable. But you don't want to you don't want to get that second personality to the point it's not really you. Yeah. That's where I say go back and be yourself. Yeah, you got to you can have the a radio TV personality, but you don't want to be like the FM guy where you have to have the deep voice like Lou Rawls and all that. Just yeah. being yourself. That's it. And last question I got, Mark. Why is it important for Dayton, Ohio to have a local sports talk show like this? Well, I think, again, it depends on location, but Dayton, to me, is one of the better places to do it. Mm-hmm. You obviously have the three colleges in town. You have a ton of high schools in town. You have the Reds, Indians, Browns, Bengals, and so forth. It's not it's not locked into like Columbus where you have Ohio State, which can carry a city for 12 months. Whether people like it or not, the talking hairdos and the people that do the surveys, sports is as important as weather, news, and everything else. If it wasn't, you wouldn't be selling sport or commercials on the Super Bowl for a gazillion dollars for 30 seconds. Sports makes the world around, like I said, like a lot of things. It's It gives people entertainment. It gives people joy. Um, the biggest thing, it's entertaining. It keeps people informed. It gives them a place to sound off for the most part. Um, 
but sports is like movies, music, it's entertainment. It's that simple. The city needs some entertainment. The world needs some entertainment for that matter. Yeah. Um, but Dayton, I think, is, is, for me anyway, it's the best of all worlds in a sports talk because there is so many things to talk about. You know, it's easy. You got national, you got local. Um, sports is a very, very important thing in this town. You see that every time UD makes a run in the basketball tournament or Wright State made their run earlier this year and you saw the excitement Fairborn had. Um, when the Bengals do anything good, when the Browns win a game, <laughs> not often enough, but not anymore, you see anyway. the passion of people come out. Look around the country, like Philadelphia, they win the Super Bowl and the whole city goes nuts. Cleveland, the Cavs win. It brings the city together. Um, sports is entertainment. It, it, it brings people together. And that's very important. I said the biggest thing is entertainment. And right now the country needs all it can get. Yep. So Dayton is no different than anywhere else, but it's still better than a lot of places just for the fact there is so many things to talk about. It's also our home, too. That is our home. Born and raised, both of us. Yep, 61 Here. years worth. Yeah, I've been away, you know, a few times, you know, coaching and playing, but it's still my home. Yeah, I've been around this area nearly 30 years now. Hard to believe, 30 years. It of flies stuff. by. Yes, I mean, it does. it's amazing. You look up and you've been doing this 10 years. The next time you look up, you've been doing 20 years. I never thought I'd be on radio, period, let alone as long as I have been. So, and the only reason is because sports talk in this area is that important. Um, I've been very lucky with it. I've been very lucky with the people that listen. You know, I, I don't know how to explain it yet. People ask me, and I still don't. I can't explain it. I don't know. Just very, very lucky. Hopefully it continues. You know, as long as I can keep entertaining them and keep dancing, we're going to be all right. Mark, again, congratulations on... If I get fired today, it's going to be your fault. No, no, <laughs> Just no. Just so you know it. No, you put the whammy on me. No, no. You're not blaming me for anything. But it's it's great to hear you back on air. And well, I appreciate I'm, that. And and, I, and everybody's been involved. Justin Kenner and Bo Matthews, Keith Wright down at Alpha and, you know, Wing. Without them, I wouldn't be on. And all the people that have tuned in and listened, they make the show what it is. So hopefully we can just keep doing it and keep on making people happy. Again, you can listen to Kenner and Schlemmer from 4 to 6 p.m. on Wing AM 1410 ESPN Dayton, Ohio. If you're not in the Dayton, Ohio area or you can't get the station, uh, you can visit wingam.com or download the Wing 1410 app. And I know that's a lot of advertisement for it, but hey, there you There's go. There's a lot of stuff on that website, too. You know, the Marty Brenneman interviews, everything that goes on on the station. And and you also mentioned that the shows are archived on the site. So if every you miss day. it, you can go back and listen to Just it. Just hit our link. It's, you know, the Schlimmer and, or Kenner and Schlimmer link, and it'll all pop up daily for you, all of them, you know, that we've done. And they're, they're adding to that site every day. I actually, I've got a meeting in a little bit to start writing a blog for that thing. Just what I need to write some more. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Mark, it's great to have you on the podcast again, and I'm a fan of the show. Keep up the great work, all right? Thank you very much. That will do it for episode number 32. Mark Schlemmer, my guest, and this is Lee W. Mallon signing out here on The Gym on the Queen's Crown. Thank you for listening to The Gem on the Queen's Crown. 
Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Acast, Radio Public, Anchor.fm, Radio Line, Player.fm, Spreaker, Podbean, Podchaser, Overcast.fm, BeyondPod, Podbay.fm, and Listen Notes by searching Gem in the Queen's Crown. Like the Facebook page, The Gem on the Queen's Crown, and follow on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown. Follow the host on Twitter and Facebook at The Lee W. Mowen. Visit TheLeeWMowen.com and GemCitySports.com. Music provided by FreestockMusic.com. Music